there, the Lord bless you and the Lord keep you in the mighty name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I would like to welcome you to Dr. Jennifer podcast today. My name's are Dr. Jennifer Weisman and I'm the founder of the Ladies on Fire Ministry, a ministry like no other. It is an interdenominational ministry that embraces women from all walks of life. Also, I'm the first lady of the Kingdom Church, a powerful and a thriving church of many satellites all over the world. Also, I am a Scottish parliamentary intercessor here in Scottish Chambers of Parliament to intercede for the politicians and the, the decision that they make peace and prosperity over Great Britain. Today, as I welcome you to hear this word, I want you to share, share this broadcast, share with your friends and with your family, Forward also this message to all your WhatsApp groups or social media groups. And the Lord bless you. Amen and amen. Ladies on fire, we are anointed, exalted, and going higher. Yes, this is a ladies on fire confession. And you're going to say after me, I'm a woman of God on fire for Jesus. I'm a fruitful vine within my house. I have the wisdom of God. I'm a woman of integrity, clothed with God's strength. I have hunger and thirst to sit at the feet of Jesus. I am rooted and grounded in the love of God with my light shining bright. I'm a woman loosed. Satan is no longer my master. Sin is no longer my master. Sickness is no longer my master. Fear is no longer my master. Bondage of any kind is no longer my master. Jesus has set me free. I'm on fire for Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. God bless you. Hello everybody, God bless you, God bless you. This is another time at Dr. Jennifer Podcast. Today we are addressing the Merry Christmas message all the way from Ladies on Fire. This is Dr. Jennifer Wiseman and I'm going to teach you and I'm going to talk to you about for women meant to prepare the real, you know, woman of God, Mary to bring Messiah into this world. I'm talking about four other ladies in the book of Matthew, the Matthew's genealogy. And these four women are Tamar, Rahab, Ruth, and Bathsheba, Uriah's wife. These four ladies with a question marks I know over their morality, where they are coming from, uh, who are they, you know, is that the case they were in is a lot, is a lot. <laughs> but I want you to be amazed at how God can use anyone, you know, to bring his word to come to pass. Either you're Gentile, 
either you are Moabite or Canaanite, it doesn't matter. God, when he chooses to use you, no man can say no. You see, the Bible tells us in the book of Isaiah, chapter 7 and verse 14, Therefore the Lord himself will give you a sign. The virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel. This is amazing. And I want to start with this word, first of all, just to address all the ladies, wherever you are. I think this is a big teaching this Christmas. The women should, you know, help each other, you know, encourage each other, you know, advise good way and teach and train each other. Could be in the kitchen, could be in the bedroom, could be in the dressing, could be in the makeup, whatever it is. We are meant to work together. That's why God created us. You see, these four women... God used them despite of where they are coming from, despite of what they have learned, despite of their religion, despite of everything. But God brought them. Number one, he saved them. He called them in his kingdom. The next thing, he used them to come to the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. Let's start with Tamar. Scripture, although does not comment of her action, you know what she did? But it gives her a prominent place in the genealogy of Christ. See, the book of Matthew chapter 1, she's the first of all the five women. She's the first, although her action was not that nice. Thomas' action was not only deceitful, but a direct violence of God's law. Nevertheless, God is able to bring about his purpose and executive a blessing where he executes his plans, even when we fail. Tamaheda worthy of understanding. And guess what? She even tried to continue the lineage of Judah. But she did not trust God to fulfill his promise and decided to move ahead with her own plans. Even if our motivation sometimes is not pure, you know, God, you know, he helps us. We may not please God with our disobedience, but who knows? When God meant to help you, he will help you. Tama was at her father-in-law's mercy with, you know, Jacob. Tama was at her father-in-law's mercy. Since she could not marry, I mean, Jacob, she could not marry. Uh, Judah, sorry, Judah, the father, the father-in-law is Judah. I don't want to make a mess. Tamar was, um, uh, Judah's, uh, uh, um, whatever, the mistress or whatever you can call it. Since she could not marry without him arranging it. In other words, she had no place inside the family and no place outside it. In addition, without heir, the tribe of Judah, now face exertion, you know, unknown at the time was the importance of continuing, you know, Judah's lineage. King David would have come from his tribe as well as Mary, the mother of Jesus, Joseph, and the husband of Mary, you know that. 
This is why I'm telling you, these four women, God used them to bring the lineage of our Lord Jesus Christ. You see, Tamar, she had to fall at the masses of her father-in-law, Judah. And because of that, she's mentioned the first woman in the book of Matthew, the journal or the, the family tree of Jesus. Number two, the second woman is called Rehab. We know her very well. She doesn't have a good history, you know, although God is used is anyone, Rehab the prostitute, but she acted, uh, on God's, you know, hiding or helping God's people and saving herself and her family because of her boldness. She brought forgiveness of her sins and not only that, she placed herself in the genealogy or the family tree of the Messiah. Matthew chapter 1 verse 5. Rehab, God saved her. The Bible says in the book of Joshua chapter 6 and verse 17, the city and all that is in it are to be devoted to the Lord. Only Rehab, the prostitute or the harlot, and all who are with her in her house shall be spared because she hid the spies of the Lord. You see, Joshua sent the spies and she, Rehab, you know, protected or even hid them from the king. Joshua chapter 6 and verse 24, it tells us how Joshua spared Rehab. The Bible says from verse 24, then they burned the whole city and everything in it. But they put the silver and gold and the articles of bronze and iron into the treasures of the Lord's house. But Joshua spared Rahab the prostitute with her family and with all who belonged to her because she hid the men Joshua had sent as spies to Jericho. And she lived among the Israelites up to this day. See, Rahab is a role model of making the right decision and standing firm, even when it means going against your own peers. No wonder God wanted to honor her faith and courage by placing such a woman in the lineage of Messiah. Boaz, one of the most gentle and goodly men and godly men in the Old Testament was her offspring. Can you imagine? Rahab gave birth to Boaz. In the book of, you know, the book of Ruth, you understand that she's a mother. The family tree of Jesus, God honored Rahab faith and courage and put her in there. Can you imagine? The Bible says in the book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 5, Salmon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Boaz, the father of Obed, whose mother was Ruth. Can you hear that? Obed, the father of Jesse. Now we go to the third woman, who is Ruth. She's also in the lineage of Jesus, the family tree of Jesus. Ruth, she's a Gentile. A Moabite in that matter. A window but accepted her mother-in-law and accepted everything that about her. And guess what? The mother-in-law helped her to get her kinsman redeemer. 
You can read that in the book of Ruth, chapter 3, from verse 1 to 11. Ruth the Moabite grew up on a high, you know, uh, place whereby they were worshipping the false god called Shemosh. A Hebrew family came from Bethlehem to Moab and they were different. Who is this new family? It's Naomi and Erimerek, the husband. Ruth, who was asked to be the bride of Naomi's son, Mahon, was thus introduced into a close and mentaling relationship with this wise woman, stable woman, wise woman, lovable woman, admirable woman called Naomi. Ruth and her sister-in-law Orpha boarded closer with Naomi. The three women were together and they watched their all husbands dying one by one. Naomi heard that the famine in Bethlehem was passed and she wanted to return home. She strongly urged her daughters-in-law to return to their respective homes to live in their, uh, to live, you know, to go and get married. Both young women wanted to stay with her, but after emotional farewell, anyway, the other lady just left offer, returned to her home. But Ruth, the Bible says, steadfastly clung or cling to Naomi. She clung to Naomi. She even made some vows. She said, your God shall be my God. Your people shall be my people. You see, Ruth understood that moving to Bethlehem meant total change of her heritage. She knew there is a new history that is about to begin. Her lifestyle or her lifetime of living as a foreigner is over. She vowed to Naomi to stand as one of the most, you know, uh, a committed mentor or mentee for her. Ruth chapter 1 from verse 16, you hear that story. You know, she followed the wise counsel of Naomi and Ruth was very humble and respectable. We see the book of Ruth chapter 3, how Naomi even directed her to get to her guardian redeemer. Ruth lives in a very history, historical moment, you know, and uh, she's a model of many women today willing to join in this family. There are many women who need to join the group of God or the church of God or the body of Christ. They need to join the intercessors. They, they need to join the hosting team. They need to join the ashes. They need to join the choir because you're going to bath mighty miracles. See, Ruth, despite of everything, she obeyed the instruction given by Naomi. And guess what? Because of Ruth cleaning or binding, God provided security for Ruth, who is a window, to get married to Boaz. <laughs> oh, yes. And guess what? Her name comes in the family tree of Jesus. The another amazing woman is Bathsheba, the Uriah's wife. We know it's a story that sometimes is not nice to for married people to hear this, especially where your husband is killed and the man take advantage of you. Or whereby a man disobeys to go to the war and, uh, you know, 
did whatever he want to do to you. So Bathsheba is a story, is a very funny story. But despite of the story, despite of your history, despite of your past, God has a plan. Bathsheba was a very beautiful woman, a wife of Uriah, the Hittite, who was a trusted and royal commander of David's army. When Bathsheba knew that she was pregnant, but the King David, she sent a word to King and said, oh, I'm pregnant. And David brought her husband home from battle, hoping Uriah would go and sleep with her, that they can hide the story. But let me tell you, when God has chosen you, nothing can be hidden. You see, Bathsheba lived long. She had, a, although a victim situation, but her experience about everything, there was one thing she go, she became, she became a queen. And she was a queen mother at the same time. She saw her son getting to the Paris and sitting at the king's chair. Solomon, the wisest man. She became the mother. She has a legacy as the mother of the wisest kings of Israel, Solomon. You see, it doesn't matter your situation right now. Your children can become the best. Because of your kids, you can have a legacy. Your past is not your tomorrow. Nope. For women, just cling to one another. Help each other's ministry. Help each other, you know. Know the, 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 the way, the, the more you help somebody's vision, God will help your vision. Let's work together. And God will make us shine. Now we come to the faith woman who is Mary, the mother of our Lord Jesus Christ. The book of Matthew chapter 1 and verse 18, why we are celebrating this Christmas is because Matthew chapter 1 verse 18 says, this is how the birth of Jesus the Messiah came about. His mother Mary was preached to be married to Joseph, but before they came together, she was found to be pregnant through the Holy Spirit. Because Joseph, her husband, was faithful to the law, yet did not want to expose her to the public. You know, she, he had a mind of divorcing her. And you know what happened? The angel of the Lord came and told Joseph everything. And Joseph had to change everything. And we know the story. This is about Christmas. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. That whosoever believed in him should not perish but have everlasting life. I have a message for all the women. Every woman, kingdom women, ladies on fire. I want you to hear me today. There is a message God has spoken to me. That guess what? All the women, you and me, have been commissioned by God to bear forth children of God. Your commission to nature, to protect, you know, to, to, to train children of God. Let's go out, gather people, tell them to come to church, families to come to church. Their children will be saved. Their families will be saved. Their marriages will be saved. Their business will be saved. Everything that pertains to them. Bring the, you are called an evangelist. You are called to go and bring everybody. We have the power to change this nation, to change the world. 
by only when we work together. What God has called you, do with all your heart. You are the woman who has been commissioned by God to bring forth that evangelist, to bring forth that preacher, to bring forth that businesswoman, to bring forth that president, to bring forth that governor, to bring forth that prime minister, to bring forth that gorgeous and adorable women of God. Yes, we are commissioned to bring great wives for tomorrow's husband. We are commissioned to bring great children for our generation. So we are commissioned. The Bible says in the book of Matthew 28 and verse 18 to 20. Then Jesus came to them and said, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore go and make disciples of all nations. Baptize them in the name of the Father, of the Son, of the Holy Spirit. And teach them to obey everything I've commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. One thing, when you're commissioned, you're given protection. Jesus is with you. The moment you knock at somebody's door, speak to their marriage, speak to their children. Jesus is there with you. Yes, the greatest evangelists, the greatest intercessors is ladies on fire. The kingdom women God has chosen us. As I finish, I want to speak this word. Matthew chapter 1 from verse 20. But after he had considered him, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, said, Joseph, son of David, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary as your wife because that what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son. And you are to give him the name Jesus because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill, I want you to hear this, to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet that the virgin will conceive and give birth to a son and they will call him Emmanuel, God with us yes god with us today what is that god has spoken concerning your life what is god speaking today especially you as an evangelist you as a great person when god has called you for such a time as this he has commissioned you he has spoken to you that this is the time this is the season this is the day that the Lord has given you. I want to speak a word. And this is in the book of Isaiah. And I want to wish you a big Merry Christmas to all of you. To all the TKC partners, TKC members, TKC friends, ladies on fire, kingdom women. Isaiah chapter 9 verse 6 and 7 says, for unto us a child is born, and to us a son is given, and the government will be on his shoulders, and he'll be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Everlasting Father, Prince of Peace, 
and of the greatness of his government and peace, there will be no end. He will reign on David's throne and over his kingdom, establishing and upholding it with justice and righteousness. Father, bless your word. Today, I pray for all you who are listening to me. I ask the Lord to start up the gift that he gave you when you came to be a child of God. I ask God to give you this Merry Christmas joy, unspeakable joy, unspeakable joy, unspeakable joy, because Jesus has brought joy in Jesus' mighty name. Bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you once again so much for listening to that message. I hope you have been blessed. God bless you. And please don't forget to share. And also put some review on the podcast. And don't forget to sow your seed and your offering. Remain on fire for Jesus. God bless you. See you next episode. Thank you.